Martin Luther King Jr. Bang! I heard a gunshot. I rushed out of my room to see what happened. I got to Martin Luther King's apartment. I saw that he was dead and got shot in the head. Just then I saw a man running as fast as he could, but unfortunately I didn't see his face. I chased after the man who killed Martin, but he was faster than me. Just then I called the police and told them, Police, police, Martin Luther King is lying on the ground and he is dead. After 10 minutes, the police arrived at the apartment and he had a detective with him to see and know what happened at that place. I told the police, I just heard a gunshot. I didn't know what to do. But then when I came out of my room and went to Martin's apartment, I saw that he was dead and was lying on the ground. After two hours of checking the room, the detective found a gun and a wire. The wire had a little bit of blood on it and a fingerprint. But the gun had only a fingerprint. After checking all the halls, other people's apartments, unfortunately, no one had the same fingerprint. The detective said, Well, young man, this has been two hours of trying to find who the real murderer is. But sadly, I have to say that I can't find the murderer. So I think I have to go now because I have more work to do. I really like to stay here and find the murderer, but I have to go now. Bye. And the policeman said, I have to go too. I also like to stay, but unfortunately, I have to go now. I have so many work to do, so bye. I replied, you can't just leave him like that on the ground and he is dead. The policeman said, I will still be working on this. Calm down. But now we have to go. I sadly replied, okay, bye. Splash! I spilled the coffee because I was so miserable and nervous about the case and how Martin Luther King died. Just then, outside of my window, I saw a man that had a black hat, also wearing a black hoodie on, and I recognized him really fast. I opened my window and shouted, Hey, you have to stop running now or I'll call the police. The man heard me, but he didn't listen to me, so he kept on running. He didn't say anything so that I don't record his voice or that I don't know his voice. Martin Luther King was a famous person and was fighting for justice and equality. Just then I remembered one year ago when I was walking down the road and I heard the white people say to Martin, no white people are the best and black people worth nothing. Martin Luther King got so sad and also angry, of course, because of that speech. But he didn't reply to them, so he didn't get arrested. After that, I cried a little bit about Martin. The next day, I got a call from the police. They said, hi, this is the police department. We have caught the murderer. I was so happy after the call. I was never happier before. Just then, I got another call from the police, and they said, I need you to come to the police department so that you could answer our questions and ask questions to the murderer. It's 10, 7 p.m. now, and I'm at the police department asking questions and answering questions. The first question was, how did you know that the gunshot was in Martin Luther King's apartment? That was a tricky question for me because I just guessed and went to his apartment. Then I answered the police. I just guessed and went to his apartment. And he answered, okay. I, 
I think you're telling the truth. I trust in you because you called us and gave us information for what happened there. After that question, I felt a little bit sleepy because it's 10.20 p.m. now and I always sleep at 10 p.m. So I told them I have to go now. I sleep at 10 p.m. every day and I feel a little bit sleepy and tired. So I have to go now. They said, okay, good night. I replied, good night. Seven years later. While I was walking down the road, someone told me, Do you know that murderer who killed Martin Luther King? I replied, Yes, I know. And he said, The murderer died in prison. I said, Okay, thanks for the news. Then I left and crossed the road. When I got on the bus, the black people were sitting on the white people's seats and the white people were sitting on the black people's seats. I asked the man, why are the black people sitting on our seats? And he replied, because a news came out and said, if someone is racist now, they will go to prison or jail. I told him, okay, thanks for the news. He said, it's okay, you're welcome. And after that, no one ever got racist or talked about black or white people and the world was in peace forever the end okay ari i have some questions for you where did you get your ideas uh, i got some ideas from my parents and also some ideas from mitch why did you choose that by that scene of the activist's life uh, because I thought it was sizzling if I started with a bang and a gunshot so the person would still want to read the book. Okay. Who, who did you... Des- um, how did you design your sizzling start? Uh, I first designed it. The first thing that came to my mind was bang. And I was like, why don't I start with a bang and a gunshot? And then... It gets so sizzling, and then the other person wants to read it. Okay. How would you feel if you were a character? Uh, I would feel um, sad, maybe. Okay. Okay, thank you, Arik. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.